Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are... Potent Potables. Joey, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week. So you listen to me and you listen well. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Potent Pictures Podcast. It is 2018. We closed out our nice little 2017. Unfortunately, we haven't had one. I think it's been a few weeks since we've uh, been out, but we're back. And uh, we wanted to give a little uh, little recursor for what we did for 2017. So we're, today's biggest topic is really going to be our top, our what our personal top five and bottom three are for the entire year. So um, basically, you know, we're going swinging in for 2018. We're just going to close out 2017. We tried to get this one out during back in Christmas time frame, but unfortunately with all our traveling and, you know, schedules, it wasn't happening. So uh, we'll try and do it tonight. So first up, before we actually get into uh, uh, our personal picks, uh, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about who actually were the top top performers for this year and uh, actually the, the, the worst performers. So I think, Peter, you want to take that this week? Yeah, let's let's talk about it. So I think most of this list won't be super surprising, especially for this crowd. But in general, uh, let's start with number one, and I think everybody can guess what that would be. Matt, wh- Matt, why don't you tell us what number one was for? And if it's not Jumanji, it doesn't really matter because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably some other movie that has a J in the last word of it, and it just doesn't matter. It had some sort of war in the stars, I believe. Uh, yeah, so. some, 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 <laughs> something of that sort and a whole planet devoted to uh, the more you know messages. <laughs> Making me think that 90s NBC bought them. <laughs> but there wasn't a a um, large gaseous ball. That no, no, we, are, we already uh, covered the Death Star factor. And it just... <laughs> It doesn't matter that they change the format. It's still the, an overpowered weapon versus the you know a resistance that renames themselves rebels. So it doesn't matter. But yeah, I think I think we get where you're going. We're going, Peter. Though though that actually you know I, I know it, it makes sense. There's no surprise there. But it is with with the the fact that all the Marvel movies and overall comic book movies, especially Wonder Woman, if you're going to not talk Marvel, um, are in such vogue. It actually is kind of surprising that Star Wars does still have that much clout, um, but obviously their audience is, has a much larger age age. Uh, so that's a good reason you brought that up, by the way, about Matt. Because just a side note, I saw that uh, this week they they announced that Deadpool two was going to be on May eighteenth, just to avoid uh, the Han Solo release. That's I think the following they're, week. They're they're trying to get ahead of Han Solo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just uh, because or Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be just <sighs> what, June second. Now it's May eighteenth. Yeah. So yeah, just goes to sh- just, just goes to show you because of the fact that Star Wars, even though that movie is getting some you know mixed reviews so far, it's the power of Star mixed. Wars. People are, are they're not mixed, but like it's getting bad pub. So either way, yeah, yeah they had to do some reshoots, right, yeah. Sean? Exactly. Yeah. So they're just trying to acting oh. acting coaches really late in the game. You know, reshoot shoots and just a lot, yeah, yeah not, a lot of problems. But nonetheless, people yeah. still love Star Wars. So that's what I was getting to is that it still has clout despite the fact that they're getting bad uh, some bad bad vibes coming out of that movie so far. Indeed. Yep. Indeed. All right. What we got next? So number two, uh, this actually just I think this got beat by. Or Star Wars beat this uh, fairly early in its run, but Beauty and the Beast, so the the live action redo. So I don't. Did, did anybody actually end up seeing this this year? 
I did. Am I am I the only one? No, Dave. I I saw that too. Okay. All right. So so Matt and I were sans Beauty and the Beast for this year. Still have yet to check it out. I mean, I I was be honest. I I understand how they why they made the money, but I, I the cartoon was still better. I'm sorry. Like it, it just they if they would have done like a they came close to doing like a shot for shot of the cartoon, but then they started adding some like subplots to it, and I just I don't know. You, they kind of messed with the with a, a good thing, and, and I don't know. It was it was okay. I didn't fall in love with it, but what, I was actually surprised that it did that much. What's crazy is it made one point two billion dollars. In fact, Star Wars uh, it beat it domestically uh, pretty early, but it just beat it worldwide recently. So. I mean, Star Wars That's is very odd. 1.264, and Beauty and the Beast is 1.263. Wow. That's also yeah. through basically nine months for of just... Yeah, of course. Beauty and the Beast versus Star Wars is essentially one month, so... Yeah, so it's it's still got time to go. So it's gonna it's obviously going to get bigger, but but yeah, it's a good good point. Um, but regardless, it's... To your point, Dave, you know, the, you're talking about a classic and the fact that they redid this, I don't know, what is that? 20 years later? Something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah it's 25, I think. Yeah, and it's yeah. still one and, a, one and a quarter billion dollars, which is insane. That's just crazy. I, I actually, um, I kind of was waiting to see what, what this was. I haven't actually looked at this list yet. And when you said Beauty and the Beast, I was completely stunned by that. Just completely stunned. So, more as stunned as I was from a previous incident this evening. So, I'm still grasping with a lot of uh, shockers today, so let's not talk about we'll it. We'll get to that Move a little on. bit later. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Or not. It's going to come up. Just, we know. just keep it keep quiet. <laughs> so, so, so we'll keep it with just the domestics. I have the I have the worldwide, and I'll talk about that as we go through. But we'll stay with domestics for the ranking. But so number three is uh, Wonder Woman. So four hundred and twelve million dollars. Wait, there's is... that big of a gap between two and three. Well, so no, oh, so, so you that was your yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yep. that was that was the yep. sorry, I, I switched. So yeah, if we yeah. were to look at Wonder Woman from a global standpoint, it made uh, under a billion, so it was eight hundred and twenty million dollars. But when you look at domestic, it's number three. So, so it's the rest of the world that's sexist. Got it? Yeah, just a bunch, <laughs> bunch of a holes, man. <laughs> well, and so when you look at how much it's actually separated from Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, it's off by about eighty million, and it's off by about. What a hundred about one hundred eighty million from Star Wars? So I mean, crazy how well it did because it, its opening was a hundred million bucks, which isn't anything to 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 balk at. But at the same time, you know, Last Jedi made two hundred twenty million dollars in its opening weekend. So it, Wonder Woman had the staying power this year, which was pretty amazing, and deservedly so. Indeed, which we will actually talk about later when we talk about our top fives. Um, So yeah, just to keep things rolling, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and actually, I'll just I'll just start to walk through, and maybe we can give some comments. So Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two at number four, Spider Man Homecoming at number five. So we've gone through the top five movies, and four of them have been Disney. So good job, Disney. Um, Number six is It. Number seven, Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, that's upsetting, Disney. I I don't know that I'm okay with It beating Thor. But Remember, this is what's with this is domestic now. Yeah, that's it's, that's still fine. It's so so Matt, looking at the numbers though, it's only like what seven million? No, oh god, fourteen million. Never mind. I mean, that's still yeah, it's it's, a, it's still a small percentage when you look at the totals, but still, in yeah. principle, I want these people that went to see it <laughs> to go see Thor. But so this the funny true. thing is, the opening weekend it only beat it only beat Thor by a million. 
That's another one where I think, you know, it was in theaters for a very long time. And I know, I don't yeah. think we'll get to it on this one, but there were a few movies in, in 2017 I didn't get to see because they weren't released wide enough or they didn't stay out long enough. It was the exact opposite. It was, it stayed in theaters for a very long time because of the staying power and probably had greater word of mouth than Wonder Woman in terms of, uh, for, especially for an R-rated movie. Well, so. and it, it kind of, it wasn't in the summer, I guess, because it came out in, in September. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at timing, Thor came out in November. So it's not going to necessarily get the same sorts of crowds. But no, point taken. But globally, you'll be happy to know, Matt, that Thor beat it. It was number 11. Thor was number eight. All right. And it beat it, beat it by about $150 million globally. So Good job, world. Pr- pretty handily, pretty handily. Um, so following Thor is Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Despicable Me Three, which just won't not go surprising. away. That movie just no, not have surprising. you have you guys seen anything in that series? I've seen the first. I've seen one. all I've seen of the first one. one. And it was it was I, funny, but I mean, that, you know, they all, you know, that's good. That, yeah, I'm I glad mean, people like. I it. mean, it's a kid, it's a good kids movie. Yeah, so no, you're I'm, gonna I'm have that entire grouping. I, Steve Carell's still going at it. The first one, I think the first one was a legitimate animated it was. movie. It was. I think it, yeah. it was original premise. It was a lot of fun. Second one I thought was kind of a retread. And then the third one, I actually was fairly pleased with it, but it's just, you know, they just start to get old. So, yeah. For what it's worth. It's like Shrek. I don't even remember what the difference between like two and three and I don't, do they so have a fourth one? If we're going to Shrek, I'm going to, I'm going to say that I think the third or the fourth was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So I don't want to compare Despicable Me 3 to that because I assume it's better. But no, but I'm but saying I like, I just feel like one. they get, yeah. So like, I, it, like to me, the first ones are always great. And then they do the second one where it's like, it, it's, it's okay. But then they keep going with it and it feels like it just kind of falls off. So I don't know. They almost, uh, you know, Cars 3, perfect example. I mean, I heard Cars 3 was amazing. Because Cars Two was, was actually terrible. terrible, better than the second one, I guess. I've got to see. Well, I think the first two are terrible, so I'm curious to see the third. I guess. Oh, okay. well, then you shouldn't. I I, yeah, if you saw the first one and saw and, and thought it was terrible, that I think you're insane for seeing the second one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, movies, gotta watch movies. Ah, fair point. Um, all right, so Man, you really need to stop traveling then. <laughs> hey, you know this is har- harsh times. Harsh times. Indeed, indeed. I never saw um, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so number ten, we'll round it out. Number ten again. This is domestic. Is uh, our good friend Justice League rounding it out with a, a poor, poor showing of two hundred and twenty-five million dollars, which didn't even make top ten global, obviously, because it did pretty terrible. I'm actually surprised it beat Transformers. Uh yeah. So remember, I think we talked about this. Well, I mean, of course, we reviewed it, but Transformers was pretty terrible. So domestically, it did one hundred and thirty million dollars. And it you're right. uh, globally, it can't did wait to talk about how terrible million. it was. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it, it finally it's, people have realized these movies are not getting any better. So, although we, I don't think, <laughs> I think Sean hated it the most. I think the rest of us just kind of accepted it for being Transformers and had a good time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I didn't think it was. I mean, I thought the one prior to this was way worse. But you know, without dragging on about it, some terrible movies. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's box office performance. I don't know anything that you guys are surprised with or anything that you are disappointed with, happy with anything. I mean, it's pretty, for the most part, they're pretty straightforward. I mean, you get your movies that were, uh, the one that, that really kind of surprises me a little bit was the, uh, I mean, we didn't even talk about this really at all was the pirates of the Caribbean dead men tell no tales. Um, I would say that that movie tends to make more money 
Though that series tends to make more money than which your Transformers that you talked about that you accepted for what it is. Like, apparently people just keep accepting these Pirates of the Caribbean movies for what they are. I, I actually think now that you, I actually forgot that even came out. And I was literally just talking to somebody about the top releases of all time. And, and one of the Pirates of the Caribbeans was listed. And I totally still forgot that, you know, this was 20 minutes ago. I still forgot that there was a Pirates movie in 2017. Um, so... I don't know if it has quite the staying power of the Transformers movies in terms of, of, of pop culture's interest, yeah. though I do love the first one. Um, but I'm curious if that's going to be one of the biggest flops now that you mentioned it, Sean. Cause, well, um, so so box yeah. office, it beat Transformers, so it's oh, 800 million well, bucks globally. Well, well, fuck me, right? Yeah, well, well okay. <laughs> jo- Johnny Depp is still pulling in no, the crowds it's unacceptable. I, I agree, but, but it's it's happening. And that movie was not good either, so... You you did see it? Uh, not in theaters. I saw it on. Um, I think I I a think I either or rented or it something. or something like yeah. that. But yeah, it was, um, anyway, was in, not good. In in terms of movies that did well, and I think Sean's the only other one that saw it. But I'm actually really happy with how well Jumanji performed because I wanted to see it as soon as Jack Black, Kevin Hart, and 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 uh, The Rock were 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 cast. Obviously, Karen Gillan's a good 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 thing there too. Um, I was pretty stoked. You guys had talked about it and I finally watched the trailer a little after you guys and I, I got on board. I saw it late uh, towards the end of the year, a, a couple weeks after it came out or a week after Christmas or so. I thoroughly enjoyed it and we'll talk about it a little bit more about it later. But more importantly, I'm glad that other people went to see it and that it performed well, especially so close to the end of the year. So uh, definitely something I wanted you guys to see in addition to Sean since he already uh, is ahead of the class and saw it. But I'm happy that did well. It, it like like Matt. To be fair, like I I just want to echo your sentiments there. It was probably one of the better movies this year. Like uh, I know you, you probably like you said you're going to talk about it, but I give it its due. I thought it was. Uh, I mean, Dwayne Johnson for what he is, don't like don't sleep on him. Even though I do think he was in one of the worst movies this year too. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, it sounds like somebody who saw Baywatch. Yeah, well, I mean, I saw it a couple, hey, couple months ago. Baywatch yeah. was not bad. Baywatch was definitely one of the worst ones I've seen this year, but. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he does have box office power for what it's worth. And Kevin Hart too. Him and Kevin Hart. Yeah, I was going to say after the, you know, central intelligence advertising with, uh, a big heart, uh, what is it? Uh, a, a, <laughs> a big Johnson and a little heart and a big Johnson, a, a little heart and a big Johnson. I, I died because I, I loved it. Some marketing team was like, we're going to do this. And I'm sure there was some guy like, no, that's unacceptable. That's not, that's not in good taste. And people were like, this movie's not for good taste. This movie's yeah, exactly. fun. We're going to do it. Yeah. But they got, that's they what, have... that tagline is what convinced me to see it. So good on them. And I'm glad they got to join up again. Exactly. I'd go see another movie with those guys in it. And then Jack Black too, sleeper Jack Black. See people. All right. So I, I'm a fan. funny thing is, so people have given me shit about the fact that I like um, Kevin Hart and um, The Rock together. I like them as like why, a pair. Why would they give you shit? Yeah. Why would they, they give you shit? Because they're like, oh, how was that quality movie? They're, I was like, actually, I, I was. They're asking me, so what? What is that? I'm like, actually, I've heard Jumanji was actually pretty damn good. And they're like, oh, what the fuck, man? I'm like, hey, they're like, The Rock. You're gonna tell? You're Are gonna you tell hanging out with people from the like, '90s? I'm like, I need to calm down. They got parachute pants. <laughs> it did sound By like the way, they were wait, in parachute pants. Wait, so okay, so on that on that on that note, um, parachute pants. One of the one of the um, <laughs> one of the commercials during the yeah, it actually does tie back to uh, parachute pants. But one of the commercials during the game today, and I won't talk about what game it is. Um, Burger King had a too legit to quit music video. Nice. I shit you not, and I had to stop and I had to keep I had to watch it again and go like. Was I watching like an older commercial that they were like playing over again, like from like the nineties? 
what the fuck? Like, not, why? Why are we? Why not, am I watching this? Not gonna lie, that is too legit to quit right there. That's uh, pretty awesome. Good, good on them. Maybe the licensing for the song is cheaper, so the nostalgia plus <laughs> the cheaper licensing. Well, the rights just uh, lapsed. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, he's also probably you know dying for money, so he was. They were Who, like, wait, we'll who, sing, bucks. Wait, he was who like, sings too legit to quit? <laughs> Should I know this? Empty Hammer sings that. Parachute pants. Parachute pants. I just know he. That was his. That was his second largest. Well, I only know his top largest one. Yeah, it was hammer I mean, time, and then that one. hammer it was time, big yeah. time. The the too legit to quit song was huge, Matt. You don't remember that? Yeah, I was. Gonna say. I do remember the song. I just didn't remember it was MC Hammer because yeah. Hammer, you know, Hammer Time was the only one that that ever. Did somebody I'd... Google just to verify that we're not all wrong here? No, I'm 100 percent right. I'm not. I'm. I'm. You, you asking that? And I'm a little questioning, but I'm like, you gotta watch it. Is, years, it so I, I, I googled it. 1996. Uh, oh no, that was the greatest hits. Either way, it, it, it is MC Hammer. Matt, do you yourself are a favor. Fun, fun fact: I grew up where he was famous, and, and my mom owned a gym. Open? And one time they were doing a halftime show, and they rented mats from my mom's gymnastics gym. Oh, I thought I did you not meant they were like MC rented Hammer. a bunch of people named Matt. <laughs> That was what I was exactly where I was going. Like um, they were like, I got rented. If, if you want to keep going with story time, my mom does not call me Matt because people thought I was named after gymnastics mats. <laughs> so what, she calls you Matthew then? She she does, as well she as She calls a, him shithead, actually. Term She's of just like, hey, shithead. Yeah. Like, hey, no. <laughs> sounds like a traumatic childhood, man. Yeah, sounds like David's uh, harping on some shitty, uh, shitty, shitty moments of your childhood. Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> uh, speaking of buy, saints buy nice do yourself steak, a favor yeah. and go watch that uh music video though the too legit to quit when you get a second matt it's a great great uh, production I, I will and and i will never forget that mc hammer saying that i appreciate yeah. you guys for and and you will me. and you will want to go buy yourself a pair of parachute pants and you'll be happy and look for your mats matt indeed look for your mats <laughs> Don't call anyway me all right anyway so so <laughs> let's uh let's just name a few of what we would consider the box office bombs and and i'm not going to name some of the stuff that we're going to talk about later so we'll talk about <laughs> our our worst three movies of 2017 and we will definitely cover some of these but uh you know i think one of them that uh we didn't we we did review this year was uh ghost in the shell i think yeah. that was one i don't I, know i, I know i was my top my bottom three of the year it, I can't say it was bottom three, man. Oh, it was bad, I just, Dave. I, I couldn't. I don't. I didn't mind watching it though. It was just not I, bad. It was. It was bad, but it wasn't terrible. I, I was entertained enough. I, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't super pleased with it. I wasn't my bottom, but I, I mean, it definitely wasn't good, and it was a disappointment for sure. I, I can see oh, why people agreed. that are fans didn't yeah. cling to it or go see it in 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 droves to, and that's why it didn't perform well. But I thought it was adequate for a movie yeah, it was it was it was a good popcorn movie yeah i didn't i didn't want to walk out of it and, and it was I, what i will say is the i mean it's a 110 million dollar movie the special effects i think will hold up and i think for a sci-fi adventure you'll get some of the fun techie stuff um you know the movie itself wasn't super great uh but yeah, definitely. It didn't pay off. It's one hundred and ten million dollars. I think it didn't even make Ooh. over. Didn't even crack two hundred million bucks. So that's too. That's too bad. And and yeah. I didn't get to talk about this with you guys, but I did. You know, you're talking about the special effects living up. Hopefully, that is the case. I really did think they did a good job with the aesthetics and the attention to detail for those aesthetics on some mm-hmm. of the smaller things. So I did appreciate that. It's just overall the the final product didn't, I guess, get fans happy enough. Yeah, for sure. Um, so another one. And I'll just kind of go through a random order here. Uh, Dark Tower was another one where, you know, big 
big um, aspirations for it. It's a it's a Stephen King series. I think there's like seven books in the series or more. And, yeah. Um, you know, anybody who had read them was looking forward to it, and it basically was was pretty terrible. And there was the writing was on the wall beforehand, but um, but yeah. So the I don't know. I I think just Matt. It was you and I, I that saw this me, one. Yeah. 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 I don't know, Matt. Anything you have to say about no, that one? No, nothing. I mean, I, I think Sean and Dave might might find a little bit of time and check it out if they can rent it or something, or if it's streaming. But it, yeah. it's not surprising it didn't perform. It wasn't terrible, but I'm not going to recommend people see it at the same time. So it makes sense. It, it's funny is that I'm I'm sitting here and I'm listening to all these movies about how terrible they were, and I, I haven't seen them yet, and I'm like debating right now if I want to write them down and actually watch them. Just I for would recommend seeing Detroit over even, Dark Tower. Even knowing how, how bad they were. Considering that was one episode. of the movies that you have in your top top or bottom three, Dave, I think I think you should, since you sat down to watch that, I think you should sit down to watch these other ones which, too. We'll, which we'll get one? to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> it had I'm Matt, curious it to had find Matt out. Damon though, which is going to add to one oh, of the lists. All right, fair enough. Matt Damon. Well, I was stuck in that one. <laughs> I had no chance of walking away. But anyway, mm-hmm. all right. So what else we got? So uh, n- another one I'll hit on uh, Valerian. So I, th- I and I'm pretty sure Sean, did you end up seeing nope, this one, I'm or was it you the only one that didn't? Ooh, dude, I, I I'm s- gonna be honest with you. I'm, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I, I, I'm I with you. Too. I'm with you, Dave. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I will say this hits this hits closer to what interests me in terms of sci-fi. So I think that probably helped. Um, and I think we talked about this when it came out. I still think it's a um, Luke Besson was too committed to that weekend, um, competing against Dunkirk, mm-hmm. and should have been flexible in moving it because it was just a bad bad time slot to try to compete with these other things. And critics didn't do it any favors. But anyways, well, I was gonna, so I can understand why it, it 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 tanked in theaters. Like this is not the kind of movie that a lot like this is not going to do mainstream well. Like this is more of a cult following. I still think Dane DeHaan in this in this one. I did not like him in the character for some reason. Everybody else I bought as a you know as the as a character you in this Karen film. But... Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she didn't, she, do, she didn't do the weird Suicide Squad dancing, so it was a huge improvement. <laughs> oh any, yeah, anything beats that, no question. Yeah, but well, like it, it was one of these films where you're like, it, it was it was a cool concept. I liked. It was very reminiscent of the Fifth Element kind of stuff. Um, it, and you know, Lupusan, his his visuals are always great. So from a visual perspective, I'm like, I was a little upset that I didn't go see this in the theaters because I think it would have been a really pretty movie to actually watch. But it definitely was. It was yeah. it was Dane, worth it in the theater. I just I couldn't I couldn't get past Dane DeHaan as the character. If they replaced him completely, I would be I'd probably be more happy with it. I don't I still don't think it would actually have done well in theaters just because it's a Luke Benson movie. It never does. They, his movies never do well in movie, in theaters. They're too sci-fi and kind of artsy yeah, i think i think lucy so, was one of his better performers and that was kind of a pretty low budget kind of came out of yeah. nowhere one and that was probably mostly about scarlett johansson's poll yeah. well yeah she's she's gonna have that so that, sean that i would re- sean if did you like did you like the fifth element yeah i mean i like the fifth element okay then i think i think you should just give valerian a, a shot it's it, it, it's good i, it, I don't it, want it to because i'm worried he won't like it yeah. and then i don't want to hear about it. everything all right, because I want to like it. No, Sean, Sean, watch it. Sean, watch it. He's like, I don't want to be wrong, so don't do it. <laughs> All right, well, I'll check it out. Yeah. All right. So, uh, just name one or two more. So, uh, King Arthur. This is another one that we reviewed, and I think it was mixed reviews from all of us. I, I wasn't. 
I didn't think it was as terrible as all the critics said, but I mean, from a box office standpoint, this one was a garbage fire. So, yeah, it, it was it was okay. I liked the certain aspects of it. I mean, the um, oh god, the director I'm blanking. Guy right um, Yeah, it, got, it, it had it had a lot of his his typical like uh, filming style, like the. Uh, the story to, I can't even yeah, how do, tra- how do trademark you, yeah, just like his, his yeah his little director his like, his uh yeah I can't it, it, uh, I think it's the trademark style. montage is perfect good, good so style. I'm I enjoy that that was the parts that I think I enjoyed the most out of that film so it wasn't it didn't make my top three how about that for or my bottom three I should say <laughs> all right so I mean the last one I'll talk about is uh so Baywatch so we're talking about the rock and and having his uh his giant muscles pulling these movies through bad box offices, but this one did not do so hot. So it was like seventy million bucks, and it only made fifty-eight million in the U.S. That's actually not terrible, considering the fact it's. But it wasn't good. Had, it was, I, did you guys see that? I, I still have. Yeah, it. I, it, I saw it. I mean, yeah, I'm with you, Sean. Bad, it wasn't but good, but it's tolerable. Like I saw Chips, and yeah, I like I know Chips was was similar idea, and it was terrible. Chips was so much worse than Baywatch was. So neither neither that, were good. that sounds right. They 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 kind of seem to want to try and jump on that twenty twenty one Jump Street like um, I guess filming and filming style and comedy and it just did not translate well. It just I don't know. No, that's right. I mean, in twenty one Jump Street, even did it themselves again with twenty two Jump Street. So people were just out of ideas trying to re- recapture that that momentum or that style. Um, well, I think Twenty Two Jump Street was actually funny because they it was. Made I'm saying they, the they did it well of, twice, and these yeah. these other two just couldn't do it at all. Yeah, do well. yeah. I, I do want to. I don't know. If, I don't know if David Hasselhoff did, did a cameo. Um, he did. He did. Yeah, he, did. He, did. he did. Okay. He well, did. more importantly, I'm glad he did a cameo in in a. Uh, uh, I don't think it made any of our top five, but Guardians of the Galaxy. His so cameo on there was better. Better cameo. Yeah, totally worth it. There. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to say his cameo in uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> did David Hasselhoff have a cameo in Dodgeball? Am I forgetting this? Are you shitting me? The German team? I know. Oh, yeah, oh, you're right. shit. I was thinking when of they lost Armstrong. And, uh, yeah, when he okay. lost, when they lost, he sat there and like yeah, he berated cursed him. him out and he broke his own film yeah. uh, thing. All right. I still uh, want to my, name my, my son Blazer, watched. by the way. Dodgeball. <laughs> what was that, Peter? I said I still want to name, if I have a son, I'm going to name Blazer. Blazer and Blazer. <laughs> Blazer. <laughs> All right, I, so I still I, want to bleed again, so I can tell people not to make me bleed my own blood. <laughs> no, that's and, not true. And throw wrenches at people, of course. Um, <laughs> all right, so I think I'll, we'll cut it there because the other bad ones we will talk about in our worst yeah. of 2017. But uh, but yeah, why don't we why don't we kick off uh, best of 2017? Alrighty. Well, uh, I think I guess we'll start with Matt on this one. So Matt, what was your fifth ranked? movie that you uh you want to put in your top five and so we're going we're going with top five it's actually kind of hard and and i'm gonna i'm gonna preface my list by just kind of acknowledging that uh there are way too many great uh especially uh, uh marvel movies but overall comic book movies uh, really only one that wasn't marvel but um you know that i don't want to have it uh, flooded with with these so i kind of tried to be a little more uh decisive in, in, in what made the list than I probably would be in terms of what I'm watching the most. Um, but uh, this is something that came up towards the end of the year, and it might just be simply because it's one of the most recent movies I watched. But uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. This is kind of something I was I was surprised made as much money as it did, even though I enjoyed it as, as, as much as I did. 
Um, something that Peter and Dave definitely need to get off their asses and go see. Pure entertainment. We, we, Everything we've about been trying. it. My, my biggest downside to talking about this right now, and, and Sean, I think you've already uh, agreed, I don't want Peter and Dave to be over too overhyped on this, but it's a treat. Too there's, not much more to, there's not much more to say <laughs> on it than I already kind of rambled on. So uh, definitely Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. Um, great cast, a lot of fun, good chemistry. Uh, anything to add there, there, Sean? I don't think it made your top. No, it didn't make my top, and I, I definitely was, I was, you know, thoroughly enjoyed it. Thought it was much better than I, I had zero expectations, and you know, a lot of the comedy hit, and it was pretty fun. And it was very funny, I'd say. A um, couple cameos, couple references to the original. Yeah. But uh, overall, I, you know, good movie, solid flick. Not not top five for me, but um, I would definitely recommend if somebody said, "Hey, should I go see this?" I'd I'd say yes. So. That's yep. all I can say. Yep. Good call. And, and with the humor, I'm hoping it holds up on repeated watchings because I'm definitely going to see it again, you know, when it comes to the, you know, home home release. I'm hoping that comedy lands again. Um, but uh, I have no doubt that it will. Just just overall good fun. So, yeah. What, what about you, Sean? What's what's your number uh, five? Well, I, and I should start this by saying that any of these five movies could, could be anywhere in my top five. They just, they're just, I had to arbitrarily assign numbers to them. So, um but I guess my my five here is going to be Wind River. Uh, movie came out earlier in the year. Um, I, I want to say it was last April or May. Is that right, Matt? Or is it after that? Sounds right, yeah. Um, but uh, directed by Taylor Sheridan. Uh, Taylor Sheridan also, he, he wrote this movie. And he also wrote uh, Hell or High Water, which I, which was one of my top five movies of 2016. So, um, Fantastic yeah, so, movie, yeah. You know, his last two movies now have hit, hit for two of my top five in the last two years. So I know this is his first really like big directorial debut, but um, great movie. Uh, enjoyed it. We got a little bit of the uh, Olsen twins in there. Not Olsen twins, but one of the Olsen sisters in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Olsen twins have been around. The, uh, one of the Olsen triplets yeah. born years later. Uh, there we go. Yeah, exactly, the younger sister. <laughs> She's just waiting. Uh, the one that doesn't look coked out of her mind. Shit. No, we got, uh, hey. yeah, obviously I thought. Leave, leave him alone, man. Way to lose a future guest, Dave. The Olsen twins? Hey, you never know. Maybe they want to come talk well, about how they great come their on here. Talk is. about fucking. Are we going to talk about Full House or Handbags. the plethora of movies that they uh, that they put out that were straight to video that my sister watched all the time? Whoa! No, I, I, so whoa! They, easy, a, did easy, did easy. you like meet one of them, ask them out one time, and they rejected you? What's happening here, Dave? <laughs> so, but yes, not to get sidetracked with the Olsen twins. I got I got them confused uh, one time. No, but Elizabeth Olsen, I thought she was good in this movie. Jeremy Renner, a big fan. Um, it's always interesting when you tackle a subject like Native Americans and sort of just there. You know, it's kind of one of those things that after watching this movie, it ref- it's a refresher that Native Americans still get treated like shit in this country. Like hands down, like I understand like all the shit that happened with slavery, but we still like our country treated Indians like absolute shit. We still treat them like shit. Go, so, go watch go watch Deadwood yeah. and you'll understand so, a little bit better. I've too. never seen Deadwood. And, and if, we're, if we're jumping on that, you should definitely give the show. It's on Netflix, uh, Longmire, um, a, a yeah. shot. If you like procedurals and you want to see kind of some present-day contemporary treatment so, of Native Americans and reservations and stuff. I don't know how realistic it is, but it definitely portrays some of the negative aspects that Sean's referring to. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up because we never actually really talked about Wind River. Like as an actual episode, I know yeah. we talked constantly that we would eventually do it, but there was one thing that bothered me about it in the movie, and this is why it didn't make my top five. It's in my top ten. It's probably number six or something like that. But the one thing that happened in it that I just 
it took me out of the movie was the scene where she was hit with the shotgun blast at the very end, or I guess wherever you want to put it, I guess toward the end. Oh, you didn't we're, like that? If we're, if we're going spoilers, it, it, all right. Yeah, you just spoiled it. Oh, Dave. fuck That's it. I don't okay. care. We're, we're, it's so fucking <laughs> at this point. Nobody cares. It's already out of theaters, so if you, you go watch it. But like when it hit her and she blew back like 300 feet or whatever the hell it ended up happening, I was like, God damn it. I, I just, I'm like, you had me the whole time. You did this one thing that took me out, and I can't suspend my disbelief All right. at this point. For, we'll we'll do was, some experiments, Dave, and we'll shoot you with a shotgun a few times. Literally yeah. the only see how far issue you, I had with see that See how far movie. you fly, then deduct a few pounds to see how far she would have flown, and we'll figure <laughs> it out. A few pounds? A few pounds? I don't want to offend you. <laughs> I'm implying you're light, not that she's heavy. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I've got, I've got a lot on her. I probably have two of her in me. All right, that sounds... That just sounds very bad. <laughs> yeah. So how, about, so how about that? But uh, yeah, so Wind River, obviously in top five. Great movie. I'm sure we're going to hear more about that later on if uh, we get that far. <laughs> and uh, But no, Peter, what was your number five? So I went with The Big Sick, and I we, we reviewed this one earlier on this year, and I, I think I'm the only one with this one in, in my list. It was close but, for me, uh, though, Peter. I, I will say, I agree. It's close to that for me, too. It was one of those where I think it was, it was a great, you know, it's a true story to to a certain extent. It had the right amount of comedy. I love Kumail Nanjiani. He's so great in um, uh, Silicon Valley. I, I honestly think the humor was fantastic. You've got Ray Romano and Holly Hunt coming in, or Holly Hunter, who do a fantastic job. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't say enough good things for it. It's one of those movies where I could definitely go back, and even though it has a bit of a, a serious tone to it, it uses humor in all the right places. The jokes, mm-hmm. to me, I, there's still some of them that I can kind of think through and, and, and come up once in a while in my head, and I still you know crack a smile. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things that for me, if I talk about top five, it's it's definitely something that I'd be be happy to rewatch and and would enjoy it. But I don't know, you guys, anything that you guys would want to say about that one? The Uber scene was probably phenomenal. I think <laughs> it was it was probably phenomenal. Probably my favorite scene. Oh, that's, it was that's it was very overall that portrayal was realistic, and I like that they yeah. acknowledged how the majority of people that are seeing this movie understand how all that works, which I think we we, we talked about on the, it's rare the review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a rare thing to see that a lot of times. Hell, it's rare to even see the. Uh, their cell phone that's not on the home screen when they're yeah. taking a call or a fake OS. So, yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> so, so annoying. So annoying. It's, 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 it's nice to see that. I saw that on a show I was watching the other day and they had the, she actually, when she was on the phone, they actually showed the call screen on there and I was just like, all right, so they're, they're catching this. So yeah. good news. No, I'm, right. I'm glad you, I'm glad you had it, Peter. I know Sean, you were a big push for it. And as you said, it was pretty close to your, your top five. Um, I still want to encourage people to go see Funny People, which is the not true version of it. Um, I still maintain that uh, I still maintain. And we talked about this during the review, or I think Judd Apatow talked to Camille and was like, "Hey, I'm stealing your life story and, and getting Adam Sandler in on it." Um, but uh, I, I still want people to go see Funny People. So check out both, and, and hopefully you'll like them both. Neither of them have an Olsen twin, so P- I think Dave liked them. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, no. Fine. Too late, Dave. We all know the Fine. truth. <laughs> no, but yeah, I agree. It's a great movie, a lot of great scenes, and I mean, a lot of good comedy. So check it out if anybody gets a chance, if they have not. Definitely. And it's on Amazon, so anybody who has Amazon Prime can go stream it today. Or make um, a new friend that does have it. Indeed. Well, and you've got to have a friend 
Although if you don't have Amazon, then I'm just, I'm amazed. Dave, why don't you give us your uh, number five? So number five for me is Logan, a non-Olson movie as well. Um, this is, so to me, this movie was what, um, (laughs) so this is what, um, what, uh, Wolverine should have been like all the previous movies, you know, it was, it was just pure action, just letting, letting Wolverine do what he was, what he does best, which is just basically cut people, just completely destroy them. So it was a great film like that. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I was a little afraid based on the way other, all his previous, um, uh, standalone uh, Wolverine movies went. This one actually surprised me of how realistic they kind of went with it. And who was actually who was the director in this one? It was James Mangold, the same Mangold. guy that directed uh, okay. the Wolverine, which I think you're not giving enough credit to. But we'll talk it, about that it's... in a second, maybe. <laughs> so that one, that one didn't bother me as much, but like it just still, it wasn't. I, I didn't enjoy it as much. This one, I think, just kind of went, took the next level up, and just to me, it was good. It was just right on. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Went and saw it randomly with my work, like uh, it was a work function, which was kind of an interesting choice considering how violent <laughs> it was. So fairly entertaining for a date night for the work. Uh, wait, wait, work, this was an actual work formal work or official work this function? Was, this was a, a work function that was uh, date night. Oh. So yeah, it was at uh, that, that uh, is Studio Movie. I, I thought stu- you were going to say you went to see it with a workplace proximity associate. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But an actual <laughs> no, work function is... is it was right. a work function that... Um, yeah, so it was considered uh, adult date night. So like no kid, so yeah, no, the kids couldn't not. come. Well, they didn't want to bring. You know, people are going to bring their kids a lot of times and be like, oh, you know. So they were like, no, it's only uh, it's you know you and your spouse or you and your significant other can come, um, buy your tickets, and then um, turned out a lot more gory than uh, I think they were anticipating. So that was always very fun and entertaining. But I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good little. Uh, the story in this one actually kind of felt right. I don't know why. It was good stuff. So, uh, alrighty, Matt, what was your number so, four? So on the on the Logan train, um, yeah, choo, that, choo. that's actually my that's actually my number four for the year. Um, you know, I wasn't as down on the Wolverine as uh, as Dave might have been. I thought it was actually a really a, a good movie. Um, I, we don't need to talk about Wolverine Origins, but um, I thought the Wolverine was was well done. To the, yeah, that being said, Logan was you know above and beyond that in every regard and was just a phenomenal 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 uh, movie uh james mangold basically uh, you know he did the wolverine he he upped the ante with this one and i'm I'm sure you know that's the end of it so he's not going to be doing a third so there's nothing to live up to but uh he just he knocked it out of the park i don't know the old man logan story um from the comic books um it's definitely something i want to read but i think they did a great job i don't know if it was adapt you know how well they stayed true to it but i from a a casual fan's perspective, I thought it was a, a really well done adaptation um, of a, a story that definitely already existed. Um, no complaints, uh, very well done. And in the the uh, the trend of, of all the movies, which I appreciate to add humor um, and levity to to so much of it, I thought this movie had it in the right tone, but kept kept the seriousness of the situation and the character um, close. You know close to the plot and so a great balance um of kind of propelling the story forward and uh, momentum and overall just a phenomenal movie so not much uh different than uh, dave's perspective there and yeah that's about it uh what about uh, what about you sean what's your number four so for me i think my number four was the 
Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I don't know if you guys ended up seeing Oh, Sean, like you've even seen it. You're just getting on the Golden Globe band. I actually did see it. None of you guys. I don't think I, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to be a dick. You, I just wanted I, to be you, the, you but I also want to be like, the guy like that said ago, I told right? you so, though. So, uh, You told well, us to I, see I, it. I, no, I wasn't convinced no, 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 that you no. liked it, actually. I thought Fuck you wanted the Golden to see Globes it the way I made it. I did say, if you go back and listen. like the Academy Awards. I will say, I enjoyed it. It just, there was some things that I was like, okay. Like, it, it was, there wasn't closure necessarily. Were there four billboards and you didn't like the lack of trueness? Oh, that too, yeah. Well, he's, he, they opened they opened up for the sequel. They left it open yes, for the sequel. Exactly. Nice. Um, no, but great, great. It's actually six billboards because they, you know, it's doubles. I don't know where you're going with that, but okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I made a bad joke and Dave made yeah, it exactly. worse. Good job. Way to go, Dave. <laughs> hey, it's called save. It's called saving your ass, there, man. You did, thank you. <laughs> and, then, and then you let him take the fall. Um, yep. No, but it, it, great movie. I'm a big Sam Rockwell fan. Uh, Francis McDormand was solid in this movie. Woody Harrelson, again, probably. I don't know if he's. I don't know if one would say he's underappreciated, but he always seems to just find himself in good movies. Um, so no, he was in that other movie. He is in another movie that's coming out this year, 2018. Han Solo. Um, I was going for War for the Planet of the Apes, uh, that, but yeah, that, that was also a bad movie. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, says you, really good movie, good story. Um, whenever there's things that make you, you know, think, I think that makes it a good movie. And the last two movies I've talked about, like, were just storylines that made me think. So um, it's always good to use the old noggin to think about things outside of just you know, sports and, uh, and it's a nice reprieve from the day in day out of life. So anyway, uh, big fan of this movie. Um, wasn't quite, uh, like I said, it probably could have been five and wind river could have been four for me. Um, but no, I still enjoyed both of them. Great job by Sam Rockwell. And, uh, I need to go finish watching Saturday night live cause I saw he hosted last night, but, um, he he dropped a fuck bomb. Oh, did he really? Way. I didn't get that far. I just saw the opening uh, with Bill Murray. But uh, I keep saying the same thing over and over again. So I will go ahead and say, check it out if you haven't seen it. Really big fan of Francis McDormand. Um, worth worth seeing this one for sure. Did you guys? Are you, has anyone seen it yet? It's you on my list. Yeah. Now. Okay. Same. So here. yeah, scope it out. But anyway, um, what about you, Peter? What was your number four? So for my number four, I went with Blade Runner 2049. So this was one of those where, you know, a lot of people have different views on the original Blade Runner. And we talked about this a bit. You know, I I was never the biggest fan. I mean, I I think it's a good movie, but it wasn't something that kind of stuck with me like I think it did a lot of other folks. It definitely has influenced the way that that other directors have portrayed science fiction, which is fantastic. And there's a lot of, you know, things in that original movie that have stuck through time and and a lot of people's visions. But, uh, you know, I think Denny Villeneuve took this in such a unique direction that visually on, honestly, I think this was probably in my top five, just strictly from the fact that it was just a visual wonder. I mean, there's no question. It probably could be cut by 20 or 30 minutes. It's a, bit of a long run it doesn't feel that overly long but it definitely could use some trimming well you you heard what the 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 actual uh i'll call it the director's cut was right isn't it like five hours or something it was something like four and a half yeah it was was ridiculous which i'd be curious to try and watch but anyway sorry 
so I mean, all that being said, I think the movie again was visually astounding. I think the acting performances were fantastic. Ryan Gosling did a great job. Uh, you know, Harrison Ford is always a pleasure to see on screen. I think he he they used him in just the right manner given his age. I mean, I think he, the guy's like seventy years old now, so I, I don't think they overused him. It's a good him. thing Peter's not hiring people with all this ageism that's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The the one thing that in that one where I think they probably could have avoided it because he just it, it showed how old he was was the scene where he was running and. Age is not his running at this if age. Anybody can move idea. at seventy. You, I mean, come on. That's the thing that it's the yeah. same thing. About it, it just it looked so taken three because Liam Neeson running there was pretty yeah. rough. Um, so, so <laughs> to that standard, I thought I thought Harrison Ford was a fucking triathlon, triathlete, marathonist. Um, well, like the scene where w- w- the scene where they were fighting <laughs> was it the scene were they fighting in the uh, with Elvis and all that stuff going on? Uh, yeah. That yep. was that was good. It was just when they were running to the to the vehicle oh, to, to the, escape, to... and it was just either the angle they shot it on or something. I was just watching it. and I'm like, I believed how like he was not that old, and then they showed that one scene, and I'm like, I can see his age at this point. Like he is just but, like just trying. But it works so great because Gosling busts through a wall, so it kind of has that juxtaposition <laughs> of old guy running and then cyborg man next to him. So, uh, spoiler by the way. Um, <laughs> But no, all that all that being said, I I'm a huge fan of this. I, I can't say that I think I'm going to rewatch this that many times, just given the length. But I, I'm not going to lie. When this comes out, there's no question I'm buying this on 4K and I'm throwing it on the TV the second it comes out because I just want to see a lot of those visuals again. Uh, so, would you watch the director's uh, cut though, or no? I honestly I would. I and can you it, invite it, me? I want to I want to see it, but I don't oh, want to spend five I'm, hours I'm, alone. <laughs> I'll come too because popcorn. <laughs> I mean, if, if there's a movie that you're going to watch that's going to be that long, I think this would be the movie, right? I mean, there's there's a lot of other things that have longer director's cuts, and I don't I think I feel like I would take a nap. I'd have to needed, pause, but, pause that. Uh, the Abyss might be the only other one that I would do that for. The Abyss is five that's, hours? That's fair. That's the fair. Abyss is like three and a half, yeah. like four but that, that, or something But that's like that. not even like close to the shortest of the Lord of the Rings director's cut or extended cuts, so no problem. Well, that would make me watch the the Lord of the Rings again, and we oh, are yeah, you're a Lord this. of the Rings hater I don't, for some I don't reason. Freaking like them. Oh man, we, we can't get into this. We'll never be done. I don't even want to. Can we ignore <laughs> Dave's Dave's list completely? My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Dave. Every time I'm about to transition to you, you give us reasons. Yeah, not Dave. To, why don't you go watch yeah. Baywatch or some shit? Nice. <laughs> it was a delightful the, film. Chips. I haven't I'll, seen that yet, but I feel like I would feel like it was delightful. Chips was terrible. Yeah, was, but I Dave, seriously, I don't want to. I don't want to pass you the ball for your number four, but I will just because I'm a nice guy. Well, so Dave, I'm going to make y'all happy though with my number four. All right. I think my number make four us was. Happy. All right. I think my number four was a great one. It has a. It has two great actors in it. Uh, first being Eve McShane, and if you don't like him, you can get the fuck out of here. You're nothing but a San Francisco cocksucker. And if you understand that re- reference, you understand all about Eve McShane. Big dead guy. No, we. I get it. Thank but the you. Way, the no, way that you put it, it made me not yeah, want to give you exactly. any sort of approval. I think I'm on Matt's page. Oh man! Because if you get it, that means you get it. I, what is that? Come on, Dave. You're better than that. I'm. I'm. I'm still a little emotionally scarred from what right. earlier this evening. So all right, you can't bring that Forgive up for like another for year that. now. You've used. I don't it want too to much. talk about. I, it, I'm Dave. using Stop it just talking. for tonight. I'm just leaving it at this. I'm leaving it at this. Is I'm just going to use it for any emotional instability I may have tonight. But. We got a little Neo in there, so you know it was a, and and actually Neo was uh 
little uh, join with uh, Morpheus there. Uh, I think it was the first time they actually were together since the um, the uh, Matrix trilogy. So uh, John Wick Two is actually my fourth uh, my fourth pick. If you haven't figured that out yet, um, phenomenal film in my in my opinion, just a perfect action movie. It is the John Wick series. Doesn't matter. They can make no money. I will go see every single one of them. I will be there opening night watching them. I don't know why the the John Wick the trilogy or I guess the soon to be trilogy has pulled me in. This little franchise has just pulled me in. I love it. I watch it probably about probably two or three times a year at this point. All all both of them. So thoroughly loved it. I recommend it. I think everybody was pretty happy with it. I think y'all were not as happy with this one as opposed to the first one. But um. So- so Dave, I actually like the all first one better, but your kind of hesitation on like th- committing to it makes me. I it's close to my top five, but you're kind of like hesitant. I feel like on the well, it no, being I, your number well, four, and it was phenomenal. You're 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 underselling it. Well, Everybody I'm not should trying like to say John that. Wick. I'm just the saying stunts, the visuals, I, the style, and the backstory. I, from a, from between the, I mean, between good, the two, between the two, between the two, I will say I liked one better than the second one, but the second one yeah. still is in my top five for this year. I mean, it was I. I I walked out of that all hyped up and pumped up. I was like, "Hell yeah! I want to learn more about this this thing. And how the hell is he going to survive? I don't understand it. They they've they've got things going on. How's how's he going to make it to John Wick three? And then I walk out and I'm like, "There's going to be a John Wick three. And I'm like, "Can't wait! Can't want to know what else there's going to be, Dave? John there's going to be a Stars TV, yeah, series, Stars TV series, John Wick, and it Bullshit. might be starring Keanu That's Reeves. That's what I've heard. No, wait, no, I thought no. it was going to be the Continental, and he was just might have a role in it." So there, there's it's about there's the hotel, right? there's whisperings he may actually be in the TV series. No, yeah, I knew he was going to be, and I wasn't sure he'd still take the starring role. But you're right, like oh, Keanu okay. would be yeah, anything yeah. about the star. No, no, you 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 don't. Yeah, you're right. Like Keanu's going to be like the fucking bellboy or something. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to be the voice of the dog. There's going to be another dog in this one. Just the dog. All right, y'all happy with my my fourth pick? It's a good movie. Did I, did I somewhat redeem myself? I, I'm did glad I it made it to somebody's. It, it it was tough for me not to include it just because the action sequences were just fantastic. Um, probably the only one that was close to it this year in terms of the fight scene sequences was Atomic Blonde, and obviously John Wick Two. I think was an overall better movie, not to detract from Charlie Theron's uh, performance and and action prowess well, in so, Atomic Blonde. So- Atomic Blonde had more realistic, I think, fight scenes I, in terms of like yeah. how, uh, I say in Wouldn't terms of how they reacted. I would yeah. say that in terms of how they reacted to it, because when they got popped in the face, they kind of would they would stumble and whatnot. Like John Wick was John John Wick. He took a few gut shots and he killed over. You know exactly. What John Wick does. All right, fine, fair enough. But <laughs> but anyway, all right. So uh, I think round three, uh, Matt, you're up. What you got? Uh, yeah, so this is something kind of like Jumanji. Came out in December, didn't get to see it till the end of the year. Um, so it could be just a, a product of being one of the most recent movies I watched. Uh, but it was just a really well done movie. Well done movie um, starring Gary Oldman called The Darkest Hour. Uh, I think we probably have all seen uh, the amount of makeup that Gary Oldman went into. I think Sean and I are the only ones that saw it in the actual, you know, the actual film. Uh, but I was thoroughly uh, impressed overall. Um, obviously, Gary Oldman um, has, has you know won some nominations and I think at least won an award already for the performance, and it was absolutely deserved. Uh, and I think just the movie itself was a a very well done movie uh, for that time period. Um, no complaints. Everything. Lily James did a good job. The supporting cast did a great job. 
and the uh, the you know the production designers, the set designers did a fantastic job. Obviously, I don't know what uh, the twenty uh, uh, sorry the nineteen forties looked like, but um, it was a phenomenal world, phenomenal movie. I need to learn other adjectives, but um, there was one scene on a subway that I was very surprised by that I thought was was fantastic as well, and. I think everybody should go see The Darkest Hour if you get a chance. And I think some of these other movies that that are going to come up, it's something that unfortunately was a limited release. Um, so it's not always available to folks. So if it's not near you, um, have patience and hopefully you can see it, uh, see it at home. But uh, yeah, Darkest Hour, well-deserved of all the hype and praise that it's received, especially Gary Oldman's performance. And uh, Sean, anything anything to add on that? I know it's. I don't think it made your list. No, but it, I think you it enjoyed didn't, it. As but well. I went and saw it with my folks right, right around Christmas time, and I thought it, they. I mean, they enjoyed it. I, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's one of those movies that um, you could tell that there were some scenes that were in, that were input into the script just for dramatic effect. But overall, it's a different. You don't really get a lot of insight into World War Two from a you know the British perspective, um, but. Except for 2017, Except for, ex- the year exactly. of the British Except, uh, World War II yeah, movie. Yeah, the Dunkirk scene. But uh, <laughs> it's overall, um, I thought it was a great movie. Definitely, uh, like I said, some scenes in there that, that gave me some uh, dramatic effect. But I, overall, I enjoyed uh, Gary Oldman's take on Winston Churchill and would love to see, you know, would love to see a little bit more into Winston Churchill's rule during, uh, or like his reign during uh, World War II. Anyway... But uh, yeah, that's all I got really to add to it. Well, then let's let's continue with your number three. So my number three was also Matt, a product of something I've seen most recently, and that's I Tanya, a movie that just came out last year. Uh, Sequel to I Robot, exactly. right? Um, which you know you don't want to joke about that, but it actually is it does involve uh, <laughs> it does involve someone who you think is a robot because ice skaters do the same thing every day. And don't really. Oh, I thought you were going to say a, a leg injury because uh, Will Smith's yeah. character had a leg injury. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I Tanya is based on it. You know, Sorry, also a true story. Um, some, I, I think from from what I understand, the director Craig is. It, I think it's Craig Craig Gillespie. Um, I had only seen one of his movies, and oddly enough, it was Lars and the Real Girl, which I think he directed that, but it's years ago. Uh, that's a yeah, great movie. The Ryan Gosling one. I still haven't seen that. Um, one. That's, that's that's a good yeah, one. That was like eleven years, ten, eleven years ago now. Uh, big big fan of Margot Robbie in this movie, but bigger fan of Allison Janney. Allison Janney is like probably oh yeah, she, she killed, killed it in this movie, and and it's one of those things that I I don't think she ever really gets a lot of do, but in this movie she definitely deserves everything that she gets. I hope she gets. Uh, a nominee, a nomination, and I hope she wins for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, she won the Golden Globe she, for it. I, I was just gonna say, that. I think okay. she won. Yeah. So I, was, I was gonna say yep. she was great. Uh, Sebastian Stan, you know, I didn't even recognize him at first uh, as uh, Jeff Galuli, but the story and everybody knows the story. And as fucked up as it seems, it's all true. Like that's what's so great about it. I went back and watched a clip from on YouTube from the 94 Olympics and even Vern Lundquist, uh, like he says, this is a real life movie. I can't even make this stuff up. Like it, you could tell that this was, <laughs> and, and the music choice is great. Like I, I had no idea. She actually skated to Jurassic Park at the 94 Olympic, like the Jurassic Park song, the, like the main song. Uh, and then she, she, 
uh, was it was another like movie song that she danced to at the ninety or skated to at the ninety two Olympics, but uh, yeah, soundtrack was good. Thought it was hu- humorous. I was a big fan of the movie overall. Good actors, good good acting, good direction. Um, interesting, you know, true story. So definitely recommend you guys check it out if you haven't seen it. But uh, Peter, do you have anything to add to that? No, I I would agree with you. I actually um, I didn't have the guts to put it on my list because I literally just saw it today. Yeah, and I, saw I was it I was debating it. <laughs> it. I mean, it was it was definitely a lot of fun. We were talking about it right before we started, and it reminds me of something the Coen Brothers might do. It's got a good mix of of comedy, and I mean, they break the fourth wall in a few scenes, which which actually works really really well. And to your point, Sean, this is one of those true stories that is just amazing that this actually happened in real life, and that these are these are actual people that live on this earth. But um, I would definitely recommend this movie, and uh, Movie Pass is going to recommend it, or already did recommend it to everybody else. So uh, hopefully, some I other will folks throw saw one it. side note in there. Bobby Cannavale, uh, hilarious, is the hard copy guy because I could actually buy him being a sleazeball like that. He just has that vibe. Oh, totally. But yeah, uh, I, I forgot about him in this movie too. He was kind of one of those. He, he like would interject every so often, but yeah, good, good. I don't think I've seen a movie with him that I didn't like. Um, he's always a good. Yeah, actor. he is. He, he's got now, a different like joie de vie, I guess it is. But uh, yeah, he does have different French words. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was wondering what the shit that meant. Matt knows now, what that means. Uh, one joie de vie. <laughs> one thing I do want to ask. Um, did it give you know Tanya Harding kind of a victim vibe? That's my understanding. She, and I, I hope it didn't take away from the Nancy character. Nancy Kerrigan obviously being the victim. And I don't want us to get into it because I want to see it and I'd love to discuss I'll it. Say, either I'll say one over thing. the cast or just in. I'll, yeah, she's got excuses for everything, and I, and I feel like everything that happened. We all do. Everything that happened is she has a hand in, but there's always somebody else's fault. That, that's that's the vibe that I got. Is that fair, Peter? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. And honestly, I don't, it definitely skews it one direction. I don't want to give away what direction it is, but they, they plant enough (laughs) seeds, they, they, (laughs) they plant enough seeds throughout it that you, you still, you can still come away and not feel like it's uh, trying to lean you in the wrong direction. Okay. So it's like a Jamie Lannister take in season four for Tanya Harding. Got it. (laughs) She yes. lost her hand, <laughs> and and to to Gwendolyn Christie, no, no, uh, <laughs> no doubt. Okay, cool. No, I really want to see it. The, the problem is for me, and you know, the same thing I was talking about, Dark Sour. It's thirty miles away is the closest theater that has it. So, I, I'm really, I'm hoping we talked about Movie Pass. I'm, I'm hoping they gave a good push to maybe convince studios to give give movies a little more presence and, and other. I'm not even in a small market, so I'm not sure why I don't have it near me. So. I, I think they might be widening the release over time. I could be wrong, but it seems to be playing at a lot more theaters near me now. They're, yeah, they're they, had two, the, they had two theaters the, by the me. The awards push. Okay. Ho- hopefully they do for the awards push. I- I'm impatient, so I'm offended that it's not near me now, but I'm hoping we're going to see it soon. Nice. Alrighty. Uh, Peter, I think you're up. Number three. Yeah, and, I, and I'm following the Logan train, even though <clears throat> you know I'm putting it higher than you guys. So that means I'm obviously better than both you guys. But uh, no, okay. um, <laughs> I, I don't want to retread on what you guys have already said. I think the one thing that was so impressive to me about this movie is that you know we had Deadpool come out as the first. I, I guess it's 
the first R-rated superhero movie. And, you know, this followed suit, and a lot of people initially kind of gave it flack and said, hey, they're trying to jump on the bandwagon. But I think the addition of making it R was great in all the right places. I think from a story standpoint, it was it could honestly pass for a drama. And I think I said this when we reviewed it, that I honestly, yeah. if you remove the claws and you remove the superpowers, this would be a fantastic drama about basically a guy and his surrogate daughter just trying to find their way in the world. And and I really can't say enough good things it, about it. It, it kind of reminds me of like a good like movie, like based in the Southwest. Like it would kind of be in like your hella high water kind of like, um, uh, I guess, uh, environment type thing you know what i mean it's like the backwater kind of thing that's that's how i felt like it was like a western almost is what i'm trying to say yeah it it, it definitely had that western feel to it and i think you know there was a poncho I'm, right so yeah it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was definitely a great movie for me so i that that's why i've got it as my number three and i don't want to drown on anymore but if you have not seen it uh you definitely have to go watch it and they actually have a black and white version oh, on the blu-ray really? Logan, Ooh. they do. So I, I have not watched it Are yet. Are there any additional I actually scenes? Think... Or no, never mind, you haven't seen it yet. The one thing I they did not, do yeah. was they actually made the, um, they did more than just you know monochrome it, make it black and white. They actually used a kind of retro style for the 20th Century Fox logo. So I haven't watched it either, but they did do at least some touches, probably not to the actual overall film, but it wasn't just a, you know, <laughs> put it through put it through film editing and make it black and white. They did a little more attention to detail than that. So I'm looking forward nice. to watching it as well. I, I will put that on my, uh, I'll try to watch that before we record next time and, and give some thoughts on it. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to catching that. Um, but yeah, so why don't we go to Dave? Dave, you're number three. So I think this is probably the only animated movie um, on our list of um, top fives this year. But uh, I was uh not con, but uh, my, as I've probably said most of this time, is that my girlfriend really likes animated movies for some strange reason. So this one was right up there. This is a Pixar movie. She loves those. So we went and saw Coco. I'm going to be honest with you all. I really, really enjoyed it, even though it was extremely like um, uh, pointed toward kids. I mean, to be honest with you, the first uh, 30 minutes of it was a Frozen short, which was beyond terrible my god it was so bad so if you do have the ability to go see coco if you want to skip the first 45 minutes you're probably okay so, um, so dave on that i actually saw a showtime a showing at one of the uh-huh. theaters nearby that uh-huh. explicitly stated without frozen short to draw more dude to oh my god <laughs> yeah they they completely removed it actually it Dis- was disney put out a so press release bad. oh did they okay yes no. I, I i didn't even know it was happening and all of a sudden like i'm we're 30 minutes into the film, and that's what we're seeing. And I'm like, shit, I don't want to see it. But then the thing was, Coco was awesome. I will say, it is, of of my Pixar movies that it's in there, it's in my top, like, five of my wow. Pixar movies. Like, it was it was really good. You Surprisingly, I learned a lot about the uh, the Day of the Dead that I didn't know a lot of the... Um, uh, a lot of history behind it and all that stuff, just based on this movie. And it was just a good story all around. It did... Um, it dived in a little, um, a, a little subplot within it that was kind of a little risque for a kids movie, but um, they didn't. They touched on it a little bit, but they didn't. They didn't go too far into it. So I, I was kind of uh, impressed by the whole thing, and uh, the music was really good. Um, even though I've multiple, said on multiple occasions that I do not like musicals in terms of films, just because they just 
I don't know. I think it just kind of takes away from it. But this one, really good. So if y'all haven't seen it, go see it. I mean, it, it's a it's a Pixar film, so obviously it's gonna be. It's probably what a one in, uh, one in two. Well, no shit. It's probably like a four out of five chance that it's gonna be a pretty good movie. So there you go. But Coco, number three. All right. All right, uh, Matt, number two. Uh, so Sean already touched on this one, uh, but uh, it's a Taylor Sheridan uh, joint called Wind River. And uh, the only thing I want to add to it, loved this movie. I really wish we could have talked to, uh, you know, talked about it ad nauseum. But uh, you know, the one thing I wanted to add was that I, you know, I thought Elizabeth Olsen's performance was amazing. I thought she was fantastic, um, and I, I don't think she got any recognition in the Golden Globe. So that's usually a pretty good indicator she won't get any recognition whatsoever. Uh, but I, I think she was deserving, not to detract from any of the rest of the cast, Jeremy Renner and a few other folks. Um, but great movie. Um, I, I, Taylor Sheridan has been three for three in three straight years uh, with Sicario, uh, Hell or High Water, and now this. Um, so really can't wait to see what else he's coming out with now that we already know he, you know, we already knew he could write. Now we know he can direct. Um, so, so I'm a big fan. Definitely check out Wind River. You get a chance. Uh, yeah. What, what about you, Sean? What's your number two? Uh, my number two was I had to pick one superhero movie for the year. I went with Wonder Woman. As much of a shit show as the DC Universe has become with Justice League this year and with, uh, I guess that would have been 2016 with um, Suicide Squad. But uh, just the way things, Batman vs. Superman, all of those movies spiraled out of control. This was the one film that you know we we got a great movie great directed uh, very well directed um gail godot as wonder woman i thought she did a great job it was really the first time we've ever had wonder woman on the big screen live action chris pine uh did a great job playing the lead male role uh overall thoroughly enjoyed the movie gave us something different that we haven't had before a good storyline and uh set up what we thought was going to be a great uh, justice league movie which I'm very sure somebody's going to talk about it soon. But, uh, yeah, I mean, big fan of this movie. Uh, I'd say it was, you know, out of the out of the, the comic book movies that were out this year, I'd say this and Spider-Man Homecoming were probably my favorite. But uh, this one definitely was, was, you know, a little bit, a little bit better than uh, Spider-Man Homecoming for me. But overall, great movie. Should, I can't recommend it enough. Um, Definitely watch this over the Justice League. What about you guys? Any addition, just additional comments? No, I was just going to say Wonder Woman was originally in my top five, but I something kind of booted it out, and I can't really recall why. I think it, at one point it just kind of it didn't really make it for me for some reason. But I really enjoyed the hell out of the movie. I watched it probably like another two or three times. Um but for some reason, just something, I think it still comes down to the end of that movie where it just goes dark. And, and it's the same thing that happened. I think we discussed this when we were reviewing it. It's the whole DC universe when it just goes to this real dark, dark place in certain areas. And when I'm saying dark, I mean, they they change the whole shade of the entire film to like a very dark and kind of unrealistic look as opposed to what they were doing earlier in the movie. I thought the first like, what, hour and a half of, the, of Wonder Woman was freaking awesome i mean that was I, I truly enjoyed the hell out of it but they did that last that last scene with the fight i think is what kind of killed it for me from my top five it's probably like number seven in my list of like or six or seven in my, my top 10 for the year so what about y'all anything else um no I, I don't think i'd add much else honestly i just hope that uh the rest of the dceu 
turns out <laughs> to come back to Wonder Woman type quality because man, Justice League was bad. But like with her scenes in Justice League, did you think they were bad? I think there's a lot wrong with Justice League, not really so much. But but her yeah, but, I don't, I'm afraid but, to get into that. <laughs> but her but her scenes where like it was just her alone, like the scene where the the the, uh, the bank robbery or the whatever the hell it was. Oh, I she's always that enjoyable. Scene. Oh, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I enjoyed the hell out of scene. So from one powerful woman to another, uh, Peter, what was your number two this year? Nice, Sean. Nice. Um, so yeah, I I threw Ladybird Ladybird as my number two. Uh, I don't remember. Did anybody get a chance to see this? For me, uh, it's the it's, same it's, scenario it's, as I told yeah. It it literally. I think when you mentioned it to us to go see it, that it was actually really good. I think it it was like limited release, and then now it's it's completely gone from all theaters around me, from what I can see. For for me, so. it seems to have the same trend as as I Tanya. Maybe not as as vast in terms of the it's getting a wider release, but they're both too slow to get close enough to me to to make a quick trip. Nice. Well, well, I would definitely say when it comes out on something you guys can watch, go take a look. Um, I I really enjoyed this. This is I I talked about it a bit. It, you know, it's a coming of age tale. Uh, Greta Gerwig. Uh, wrote and directed this it's i think it's loosely based off of kind of some childhood experiences she had and then it stars sorcerer ronin ronin um wait how do you say her name it, it's actually i think it's uh short oh i always I say swars I, I do too and I, i've i've heard it pronounced a lot of different ways i don't want to try to attempt it and butcher okay. it too many more times but well hopefully ne- next time it'll be like a chateau copley thing where we learn how to say it and we'll feel like heroes I, we def we definitely should. I, I feel bad to <laughs> sorry to sorry Miss Ronan. Exactly, especially because uh, she does a fantastic job, and she I does. think this for me this is number two because I, I as I was watching it, I literally was thinking in my head, this is this is just one of those movies that just kind of it just I don't want to say resonated because obviously I'm not a a teenage girl, which is based on a teenage girl and kind of her going through a formative period in her life, but. It was just a movie that it, it had again, similar to Big Sick, had a right mix of comedy and drama. Um, and it, it, what I really liked about it is a lot of these movies they can at certain times when you kind of get to the to the climax of the film, there's always some sort of very serious drama moment that you know has to tear the main character away, and you've got to pull back and and kind of right all the wrongs. This one made a had a lot of light and, and brought a lot of levity to the story and it didn't kind of bring you down into those dark loops too much. And anyway, it lets you have a really good time. And I was just thoroughly impressed with the movie. So I, again, without rambling, I will say go see Lady Bird. I think you'll like it. I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. I really hope that um, both Miss Ronan and uh, Greta Gerwig get, get nominated for something for the Academy Awards because I definitely think it's worth it. But um, but yeah, with that, let's go to you, Dave, for your number two. Alrighty. Well, I uh, I filled my entire top five with uh, with superhero movies, and uh, well, there's no accounting for taste. Hey, hey, <laughs> I disagree. I go to movies for pure enjoyment, and you know what? This movie gave me that. And I actually saw this with Matt uh, in uh, in Fort Worth. So, oh crap! That's you know, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's something we, special we, there. We, for it was you. Like a, I think it was. I think it was like was it opening night because it was like eleven something. Yeah, like it was opening night, which I can't yeah. hear said without thinking of the producers. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, it was uh, Spider-Man: yeah, Homecoming. Stuck. What? What did you say? Dan Stuck in Bloom. Right. 
The producers, yeah. Producers, yeah. Well, yeah, well done, was, yes, I, it, yes. it took a second. There. Uh, we had just nah. moved on so far. I thought you were talking about something no, else at that point. I was point. trying yeah. to recall the name. I was like, yeah, and Bloom is what I was trying to think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Continue. But yeah, Spider-Man. But Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You know what? It, it was one of those ones where I was a little afraid how they were going to do this because they botched the last few uh, Spider-Man movies. Yeah, so botched this harsh. was a nice, refreshing botched fine completely fucked up is that how would you would you rather I'd say they say? only fucked up the spider-man 3 and then the last two amazing Spider-Man amazing spider-man 2. 2 yeah and amazing spider-man i agree with sean so so yeah anyway terrible the last last couple spider-mans that are in my mind have been bad so i i didn't enjoy it this one came around and really enjoyed the hell out of it so um i know both me and uh and peter just kind of Oh, not Peter. I'm sorry. Me and Matt just walked out of it, going, "All right, we, that was uh, that was damn good. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the hell out of it. I think it was like 1 a.m. by the time we got out of it, because I think it was like 11 o'clock showing. So I was surprised we were actually still functioning. But uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, which I imagine everybody has, considering it's a Marvel movie and they're doing quite well. And actually, we mentioned earlier this was number top five in uh, domestic grosses. So everybody, most people probably saw this, but go see it if you haven't. I've probably watched it maybe a uh, second or third time at this point. Still holds up. Even his scenes in uh, in the event, or... Civil War. In, uh, yeah, Civil War. Thank you. Uh, still still rang true. So I think it's... Uh, I, th- I like this new uh, Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man character. So looking forward to a little Infinity War with him again. So we'll see. And we get to see his spider senses tingling. So I'm curious to see that, uh, that little aspect go. So... Alrighty, and uh, I think we'll go swing right into Matt for our top picks for the year. So, Matt, top pick, what you got? Before I jump into my number one, I want to, I want to, you know, highlight Sean and, and Dave's number twos of Wonder Woman and Spider Man. The only other comic book movie that I think deserves recognition uh, is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Agreed. Uh, very tough to not have a um, a top five that was strictly comic book movies uh, with what came out in 2017. They were just uh, save for some Justice League hate. Um, I think we have five movies that were very well done and very entertaining. Um, so good good job, Marvel, and and one and one time for DC. But uh, my number one is going to be Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Chris Hem- Hemsworth did a fantastic job, you know, continuing to be uh, a Norse god. And uh, Takai Waititi uh, took his fantastic job of what we do in the shadows and parlayed that into an amazing an amazing comic book movie. Uh, can't believe he was able to translate that, you know, his, his sense of humor into a, a comic book movie uh, so well. And he, de- he deserves credit for that. And we, we talked about Thor at nauseum, uh, you know, to, you know, back in November. So I don't want to go too long on it, but I can't get enough of, of what they did with Thor. I'm, um, I'm going to disagree with you on, uh, on, on the, the nauseum uh, comment, because I don't get nauseated as we talk about it. And frankly, Everyone should enjoy this as much as we do. You're, you're right. It, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a fair point. Fair point. Good, good call, Dave. But yeah, Thor Ragnarok. I'm not. I don't even. You guys can talk, but I'll let you guys talk in a little bit. I think you have another opportunity. So, uh, indeed, Sean. Sean, what's your number one? So here? my number one is a along the lines of another World War II movie, and that's Dunkirk. Um, Christopher, not just not, not just World War II, uh, just two, the, the but, opening, uh, the British, British exactly, World War II. The, uh, the scene, the basically the day that started World War II, was when the uh, the Battle of Dunkirk, where the British troops, if for history's sake, British troops pinned on the beaches of uh, France trying to get back home and they can't. So um, I, I love the way that Christopher Nolan directs films. This one 
you know, more of the same. He always finds a way to tell a story that's unorthodox, you know, not always, but, you know, 90% of the time it's an unorthodox fashion. This definitely plays with that within that uh, sphere. So I will say Tom Hardy, I uh, thought he did a great job. Um, big, big fan of Mark Relance. I thought he was, he was good in this movie. And I, I will say that another gentleman that was in this movie that I didn't exactly um, hate was Kenneth Branagh. So Kenneth Branagh, he... Whoa, what? wait. Do you, do you normally no, hate no, him? Do you like, often hate him? I, like, I was actually, wondering like, that. Kenneth Branagh had another movie that was close to my top five this year, which was Murder on the Orange oh, Express. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought you were going to talk about the... Wasn't there Harry Styles in the... No, I was, I was like, actually uh, getting to him guy? too. Yeah, Harry Styles, first, okay. his first role in the movie. Who, now, why is he famous, by the way? Is One he a singer or something? He was like one of the main guys. What from the Direction. shit? <laughs> is he the guy that that apologized late one time, or had somebody apologize late to him? What? I only know no, one. No, one no, no. That, that's that's the wrong. Oh, that's wrong one band. Republic. Uh, God yeah, damn, go. numeric bands. Uh, okay. No, and then silly, silly So we, also. so Matt has just proven that he's not a teenage girl. So congratulations. By the way, guys, when I made that too late to apologize reference <laughs> earlier, when somebody said One Direction, it was a One Republic song. Hey, so uh, way to fuck uh, up. Back everything. to you, Sean. Uh, <laughs> Hey, his, <laughs> he, you just don't know he's beautiful. That's one direction. David might know it. Anyway. Uh, um, Cillian Murphy is also... I'm just going to remain uh, silent. Yeah, anyway. For both of you. I said Cillian Murphy was also an, a good good actor in this movie that we, uh, you know, another familiar face. But uh, overall, great movie. If you get the chance to see it, I saw it. I know it was filmed in 70 millimeter, so I had the chance to see it in 70 millimeter IMAX. And I saw it in 2D, so... Um, if anybody got to see it in IMAX 70 millimeter, good on you, but, uh, I did not get the chance. So, um, needless to say, great movie. If anybody has a 4k TV, that might be the best way to check this out. But other than that, I feel like it's, it's one of those ones that, and the reason why it wasn't my, my number one was because it's one of those movies that you have to see in the theaters to get the full effect. So, um, agreed. Great, great movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, and can't. Can I add one? Can I add one more What's thing, that, Sean? Big guy? I am envious of uh, some of the high school kids in the future, <laughs> because when they're learning about World War II, as well as yeah. other subjects, but 2017 has two great movies to which that when their teachers are tired and fucking don't want to deal on. with them, they're gonna be able to put on Dunkirk and The Darkest yep. Hour. And these Man, kids, we, but we usually get to watch, you know. Um, I mean, I got to watch Romeo and Juliet with nudity from the 50s. Yeah, that that's cool. what we got to watch. I didn't get to see but, Saving uh, Private Ryan. I mean, shit. <laughs> that for, I did, but I don't think it was in a history no, class. No, I, I did, too. Like I, a, yeah, I think it was a chemistry class. class where the teacher was just like... Oh, sub. really? Chemistry I actually got to watch it well, I think it was a sub. I think it was a sub. Okay. And uh, they just, we had a... Yeah. A, a she just hated your brain. From. It might have been a guy. I don't remember. <laughs> so, yeah. A lot of good movies this year that were regarding... Or two good movies, I should say. I don't know about a lot. For uh, World War hey, Two, well, yeah, Wonder Woman for World War Two. Ah, uh, World, World War One, actually. World War One. She's World War One. Yeah, Come on, I meant to say Matt. World War One. I meant to say World War One. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Also, All right. not Distinctly realistic. Different. But, uh, not realistic, but it did show trench warfare. Yeah, hopefully. You, so, basically, again, I will say though, <laughs> another another. Uh, this is one of those movies that Christopher Nolan did a good job, at least formulating a story. So, uh, with Dunkirk, um, something outside of what we expected, you know, but. Uh, well, I think the key thing for that movie is figuring out one how long it takes the the audience to figure out that there are different, different time periods, different time yeah, periods within that, within that period. I think that's 
So yeah, it, 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 great, great, great reward for the audience <laughs> with that. Actually, yeah, good. Agreed. So too. It Did just depends on, on. Are you being sarcastic, Matt? I am being one hundred percent serious. Yeah. And regardless of this, you know, psychological or educ- you know, uh, uh, intelligence test Dave wants to perform, um, no matter when you, <laughs> no matter when you piece it together, um, I think the audience gets a reward. Oh, I agree. If it's twenty minutes into it. You're rewarded like, oh, this is going to be fun to watch. If it's the last switch it's between, like, which exactly. I'm, sure is, it's no, that, I'm sure everybody it's learned that, before uh-huh. that. But you're still like, oh, sh- that's so cool. I can't believe I'm watching this. this. This all makes sense. It's a great job. Good job. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But uh, yeah, so great, good movie all around. I would highly recommend it. I'd say it might be, dare I say, great. But uh, that's my number one for this year, for 2017. Peter, what about you? What's your number one for 2017? So, uh, again, I'm going to be following up two other great picks, which uh, my number one is Wind River. Um, and and I don't want to belabor the point, but this was one of those movies where uh, I think, Matt, you, you saw Hell or High Water last year and had talked about it a lot and raved about it. And when I finally got around to it, I thought it was just a fantastic movie. So when Wind River came out, you know, it was definitely one that I think you were pushing us all to go see. Uh, and eventually I think we all followed suit after you and there's no question. This was just one of those movies that really, really kind of hit you. And one thing I'll say that I don't think anybody else has touched on is this is one of those movies where, uh, it, it's a bit of a mystery, uh, and I'm not going to spoil what the mystery is, but I will say when they finally do reveal what the main characters have been searching for all along, it doesn't dwell on it. It kind of just it puts it up front and then lets you continue with the story and, and, and kind of get right into the action. And then the, and then the movie wraps and it's, it's really quick. And I actually kind of like the way it works out because I feel like in a lot of these movies, you know, again, it, I mentioned this, you know, talking about the climax of a movie, but in a lot of other movies, you get to that point and then you've got a lot of wind down as they kind of go through the motions of, of, of wrapping up the story. This one really just kind of, punctuates it shows you what you've been looking for and then kind of wraps it up and, and lets you walk away from the from the theater and you're still on somewhat of a high from the 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 kind of action that's ensued in the movie so i don't know it's it's a it's a weird way to describe it but for anybody who has seen it i think you might get it once you kind of watch watch it and i don't know if anybody else kind of picked up on the same point i think that's a great point i completely agree so so yeah i mean overall I definitely thought it was one that's going to stick with me and I'm, I'm looking forward to revisiting in the future. So Dave, why don't you finish this off and tell us your number one for 2017? Well, just like Matt, I'm, uh, I'm picking Thor Ragnarok for this one. Um, and I figure we could probably go into a little bit more depth in this, but you know, I Way to go, Peter Pan. probably haven't, I, I probably had, this is probably the, the most fun I've had in a movie in a, at least at this year. I don't remember what happened last year, but this year, that was probably the most fun I've ever had in a movie uh, coming out of it. I was thoroughly excited, thoroughly entertained. Um, I, I basically came out of that having to go see everything else by that director. It wasn't much, but still, it was very entertaining. I, I enjoy his uh, his his humor, his style of humor. So, um, I, I can understand me and Matt both being on, on, on Thor Ragnarok being top, top two. I mean that movie being on the top of five, at least topping us, but you two didn't even have it anywhere in your top five. What is wrong with you? No, I mean, I question. So fair question. I think it was a good movie, but I also think that guardians of the galaxy two volume two was better than that. 
And I also thought that whoa, yeah, it's 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 my opinion. It's, it's close. So it's close. I think that's better. And I also think Spider-Man: Homecoming was better than that movie. So it's one of those ones that like wow. I d- did I enjoy it? Absolutely. Did I think it's the a top five movie? No, I, I didn't. I think there's a couple of issues I had with it, but I mean they're so. It's not like they're huge issues. It's just. Is it because it didn't have Zendaya? <laughs> no. It's because it didn't have Zendaya. No, it had, it had uh, what's her name? Uh, Karen Gillian in Purple. Yeah, it didn't have makeup. Karen Gillian. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Thor. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah. What's, you, what's, you your, what's your name? Uh, oh, yeah, it, it had uh, the, the I soldier. I can't think of her name. Whatever her name oh. is. I can't think of it again. Yeah. Valkyrie. Valkyrie yeah. Let's call it uh, that. No, but I mean, the movie was good, but it, it was just so ridiculous at times i'm just like okay like this is you know it, it is what it is but did, it's not a bad movie I, and i i can understand where you guys you know put it up there but not that high i i definitely have some issues with it being your number one movie this year um but hey opinions so, and, and are like asshole, exactly. everybody's got one so and but i think the way i mean good. and i know i think we we talked about this Thanks, when Matt. we first started is the way at least i kind of approach this the same way as like Movies that I can watch multiple times that I, and I'm going to have the same enjoyment and the thing. And that's kind of the way I approach this. And that's why, I mean, majority, God, actually majority <laughs> of my top five is comic books because, or comic book movies, just because they're, Nerd. they're, I, oh, of course, come on, <laughs> come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> if there was a Comic-Con, I'd be there in a heartbeat. I have one, but, and I feel like I have, I like, I feel like it's, so my one, I feel like it's valid because... Well, no, no, no I, I'm not even saying the movie. Are you talking about the one we went to? No, the one. Is that about Wonder, Wonder Woman? Woman? The one. Oh, 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 no, but I'm yeah. saying like I, I, I can understand having like one because there's so many comic book movies these days, or some sort. Even Kingsman's considered a comic book movie. Like people are. That's what's hot. So people are trying to make movies that are based off comic books. Well, it's it's not just that. Let's it's not let's not you know dumb you know, simplify it to that much. Mm-hmm. People are now. They've always had good content and good stories that were written through the medium of comic books, and they're now in vogue to which people can make them without being shunned because they're comic well, books. Well, because everybody's going it's to more see them. Them. and they're and they're adapting. Well, in the in the nineties and eighties, people would be people would kind of have Blade. a negative. It would have well, a negative taste it, in their mouth if it was based off a comic book because they're geeky. Yeah. Nowadays, Judge, people yeah. are like, oh, there's actually good stories in them. Let's check them out. But so. like Judge Dredd, um, Men got, in Black from the '90s. Men in Black from the '90s. You've got, yeah. um, oh god, well, look at the Valerian's a comic 90s. book movie. We're getting into it. Well, the but the Batman's was probably the first one that was actually really successful. Blade. I'm just thinking about well, Blade popped in my the head. original Batman's were, but not the follow-ups with Clooney well, and Kilmer. Those they were they yeah. You leave Kilmer about those. out of this. Yeah, and you, I, and you I, I, I like that one. He's on the same probably. You talking about that Seal, Seal Batman Seal Forever? Yeah, Seal. That shit's Seal, Seal rocked the shit out of the Batman Forever soundtrack. I remember recording that on a cassette off of the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I was a fan of that movie. Yeah, was it was Batman and Robin are the one that like we can all agree just was fucking terrible. Oh my well, that one should have never been. Nipple suits. Yeah. All about the nipple suits. Yeah. But Batman, Batman Forever. But wait, wait, but. <laughs> <laughs> but we had, but Robin was in Batman Forever, correct? Yeah, he was. He was. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. That was Two Face and the Riddler. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was Two Face and the Riddler. Okay. So I do want to go back to your question before, real quick, though, Dave. When you talked, why don't we have it on our list? And I will say, one way I kind of viewed my list as a whole was, you know, again, movies that I 
I personally thought were fantastic movies of 2017. But the other piece was if I were to go tell somebody these are the top five movies I think you should watch, those are the ones I would pick. And and when I thought about adding Thor or Spider-Man or, or some of the other ones, I went, you know what, honestly, that's a useless recommendation in my perspective because everybody's already seen it. And not to say that it's a terrible pick for you. I just meant when I was looking at my list, I went, eh, you know, it's not something I would need to recommend. So, so I, I agree. I, I, I thought it was a fantastic movie. And I, I think if I was doing a top 10, there's no question it'd be in it. So, so I think this comes down to one simple fact is that me and Matt are big old nerds and you and, and you and Sean are the artsy fartsy too. I, I think it's simpler than that, Dave. And I, <laughs> I, um, I, I agree. I think Peter and Sean make both made good points. Um, we, we did it more for hey, ourselves. Matt also has Jumanji. Damn right, Jumanji. Shut up. Um, but I'm with you, Dave. Like it's more the quality of the movie, the the actual um, artistic integrity that may or may not be there is 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 a ranking point as well. But the rewatchability um, and kind of the standing up to, to multiple views is a big factor for me, and that's why Thor is up there. That's why Guardian and Guardians Volume Two and Spider Man could have easily been on the top five as well. Um, but that's why Dunkirk is not in my top five to that same flip of the coin. Because Dunkirk was a phenomenal movie and, and ranked very well, very high for me. It was a good movie, but in terms of how often I can watch it, um, especially as I said, the payoff is fantastic when you get to enjoy that that kind of uh, um, storytelling um, choice that Christopher Nolan t- took. That you know the device with the the time keeping and the, the time durations, uh, great payoff. But once you see it, it's 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 not like the sixth sense, but it's. It's kind of there. You're like, okay, and I'm I'm gonna enjoy it the second time for sure because I already you know I'll know throughout the entire movie. But like, all right, you don't have that reward, and so it's mostly just good visuals. And now that I can't see it in theaters, I won't get to enjoy that again. So until Peter watch invites me over to watch it on his 4K OLED TV. <laughs> so they did just come out with uh, like a hundred and. I think it's like a hundred and something inch screen TV. So just FYI, it's like one hundred and forty six inches. I yeah. think, from Samsung. Yeah. Is that the modular one or is that a different yep. one? Yeah, it's that called one the looks wall. Fan- the wall looks yeah, the amazing. Wall. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Not to be confused with the 2017 movie The Wall. I yeah, so or The Great Wall. Oh, yeah. we'll get there. We're oh, going to we get there. And those we are actually will. two different movies and I think one deserves one opinion and another deserves a completely oh, wait. different I'm, opinion. I wrote the wrong one down. I I actually debated putting uh, the wall on my list because I think that's a bit of a sleeper, but um, yeah, de- definitely. And I, I did watch that after you recommended it, Peter, and I thought um, John Cena did a great job. Um, yeah, yeah. As well as the rest of the cast, obviously. But yeah, John Cena is the one you're like, get in the ring, guy. Um, get in there. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Sean, who's just wondering how you can see him on film. Just side note, by the way, if anybody <laughs> wants to go to WrestleMania this year, it's in New Orleans, so I'd be open to going. <laughs> Are you inviting me? I've always I wanted do. to if go. You want to buy tickets, man, I don't know anybody. If you want to buy tickets with me, I'll, I'll, I'm gladly, I'll gladly go with you. Yeah, sure. All right. Let's do it. Side note, John Cena, he's he's going up against uh, Undertaker, so it'll be awesome. How the fuck is Undertaker still wrestling? <laughs> he only shows up. How is he, he still show, alive? He only shows up once a year, Because he's he's still alive. He, show, he oh, shows okay. up once a year for okay. uh, WrestleMania. I thought he retired last year, but apparently he's not. I mean, when I when I got into wrestling for the first time, he had retired like 10 yeah. times at that point, and he was coming back again, yeah. and I was like, oh, Isn't shit. he in a walker at this no point? Idea. I just I, re- I saw something the other day. I was like, hey, Undertaker will be back well, he walks WrestleMania. Up, so what he does is he walks out with a, he walks out with a, with a walker, 
and then he uses that to beat the shit out of whoever he's that, wrestling that, against. That I would believe, no question. So, you know, that's how it works. So, all right, I guess that's going to do us for our 2017 top picks. Uh, so I think what we're going to do is end up separating this into a second episode. So check out our next episode uh, for our worst uh, our worst of 2017 and kind of like our, 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 our hopefuls that we'll actually get to catch up on um, in uh, in 2018, the movies that we missed in 2017 that we do want to watch, and maybe a little expectations into uh, 2018. But uh, I think that's probably going to do it for us tonight on this one. So uh, tune in uh, for the next episode where we go into the worst of Hold the uh, 2017. Uh, Wait. You. <laughs> All right. Well, good night, everybody. Thanks.